podcast. It's the marketing podcast for podcasters. Build a big podcast. I'm David Hooper. That's what we talk about, building a big podcast. If you want to get more people to your podcast, and once you get them there, have them care about your podcast because your content is great. If you want to make money with your podcast, you are in the right place. Those are the things that we talk about. This episode is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. That is called Big Podcast Insider. It goes out every Friday morning, New York time. You can find it at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is what we're going to cover. A quick and dirty podcasting success. How to upload audio first podcast to YouTube with RSS feeds. People have been waiting and waiting on this. It is now available. I'll show you how to take advantage of it. This will help you tell better stories on your podcast or just tell better stories in general, your choice. A two-minute burnout checkup. How long should your podcast be? Imagine this, you're in the grocery line, you're checking out, you see the magazines and candy, that point of purchase stuff, and there's a Cosmo magazine, and it says, how long should your podcast be? Mm? All right, we're going to find out. You're not desperate, are you? (laughs) Another Cosmo headline. Some classified ads, things that I think will help you to grow your podcast, build a bigger audience, make people care about your podcast, make money with your podcast, all the things that this podcast is about. This episode of Build a Big Podcast brought to you by Riverside.fm. What is Riverside? You know it as a virtual studio that makes recording and editing at the highest quality possible, accessible to anyone. But what you may not know is Riverside is so much more these days. Not only can you record your podcast, they've got AI now. And one of the things you're going to love if you're into social media It can take your long-form recording and using what they call magic clips, give you all sorts of content that you can use to upload your social media. Video content, you can use audio content, got a transcript for text, you can take stills, any kind of social media that you're doing using the power of AI and Riverside.fm, you can take advantage of this. And not only are you getting great recording and a great podcast episode, you're also getting the marketing and the promotion for that episode. Everything's included. There's a low monthly fee and you can try it for free. Right now, they're going to give you a couple of hours check it out. You can get an interview, maybe two interviews in. Just go to riverside.fm, sign up for an account. It is free. Look under the hood, kick the tires, check out that Magic Clip AI. You want to keep it? I've got a discount code for you. It's Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's riverside.fm. Go there now to get your free account, test it out. And if you want to stick around, Big Podcast, that's the discount code, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. All right, you know how this works. I'm going to go from thing to thing to thing all of them about podcasting. And just to make it crystal clear when I'm going from one thing to the next thing, I'm going to play this sound. That's how you know when it's time to turn the page. You want to follow along? You can do that. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. All the links. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You ready? A quick and dirty podcasting success. That is a headline that I stole that talked about my guest on the previous episode of Build a Big Podcast. If you don't already have that, Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You can get it. It was with Ming-Yang Fogarty. She's the founder of the Quick and Dirty Tips Podcast Network. She's got multiple podcasts. She's best known for the Grammar Girl Podcast. In fact, she's so well-known for the Grammar Girl Podcast, she's better known as Grammar Girl than her hospital name, Ming-Yang Fogarty. If you've ever wanted to start your own network, if you're curious about getting publicity, building buzz, if you're curious about the work that it takes to do all these things, that previous episode, and again, you can get it at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You will get a lot out of it. We talk about success with Grammar Girl, not only the podcast, but her brand. Also, her commitment to meeting podcast deadlines. You can't just do this, eh, whenever, eh, I don't feel like podcasting today. No, no, no. 
We talk about deadlines. She's got a journalism background. You know she's getting it done. Journalists and doctors, they do it when it's time to do it. We talk all about that. Ming Yang's use of a friendly cartoon character as Grammar Girl. She did that to make Grammar more approachable. I talked about her in my book, Big Podcast. I think it's great because let's say she gets sick of doing this. Bring somebody else in. You know I've got a music business background. And one of the things that you may not know is that the Blue Man Group, you've heard of them. They got six or seven shows on the road all the time. It's like Cirque du Soleil, but it's the same show. You don't know which Blue Man Group is coming because they're all blue. They're characters. And because of this, they are always one of the highest grossing tours. How? Because they can play seven shows a night all across the country, all across the world. They are anywhere and everywhere. And one of the ways that you can do that is by having a character. So if Ming Yang ever wants to retire, she can do that. In fact, one of the things we talk about, she had a podcast on the quick and dirty tips about manners. I think Mr. Manners, or I can't remember what the name of it was, but Miss Manners, Judith Martin, she got mad. Mad in the form of a cease and desist letter. We talk all about that. But I bring this up to say that Judith Martin, just like Dear Abby, Abigail Van Buren, they've retired and they have other people writing that column now. That's what happens when you've got a character. So if you're curious about that, how you can take advantage of that, even if you don't have a character, that is something we cover. We talk about the challenges of creating quality content. We talk about partnerships. If you've ever wanted to start a podcast network, if you ever wanted to work with other people, go from just you to maybe a co-host to having other companies that you work with, you're going to get a lot out of this. If you haven't already heard it, this is how to get it. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Go there now. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. How to upload audio first podcast to YouTube with RSS feeds. This is something that people have been waiting on for so long, so long. There was a beta. I'm going to call it a beta. YouTube knew of some podcasts. I was one of them, so I've been on this for a while. You may be in the same situation. They started sucking them into YouTube. These were podcasts that were already being uploaded to YouTube. And YouTube has a podcasting section now. Why do people like YouTube? If you ask most people, including podcasters, they're going to say the discoverability. If you want the discoverability of YouTube, yeah, it's there. Will you benefit from it? Maybe. To find out, you're going to want to take advantage of this process. The process is pretty easy. You simply give them your RSS feed. You verify that you control that RSS feed via the email address within that RSS feed. Once you do that, you are good to go. YouTube sucks down all the episodes within that RSS feed. Boom. You've got a podcast on YouTube. But before you do this, I want you to be aware of a couple things. If you're using dynamic ads, one, YouTube doesn't want that. But look, I'm no Sunday school teacher. I'm going to assume you're not either. And you're going to put that RSS feed in there regardless of whether you have dynamic ads or not. Okay, just know this. The episodes that are downloaded with those dynamic ads, those are there forever. Because YouTube is now serving those podcasts to their people and they're no longer dynamic. It's a static ad now. Maybe good for you, maybe not. But if you're saying, hey, everybody, come join me this week in Chunky, Mississippi, that's not going to work. So be aware that if you've got dynamic content, YouTube's going to suck that down, and now that is permanent. The other thing, if you're using any kind of music that is non-licensed, you are going to have some problems. As I mentioned, I've got a background in the music industry. YouTube is on this thing, man. They are looking for music. They want to make sure people get paid. It takes about half a second of music use for them to find out, yeah, that was ACDC Back in Black, or that was Britney Spears Toxic. If it is not licensed, they are going to know, 
and they're going to shut it down. They're going to flag you. So this could be more problematic for you than you realize. Maybe it's one of those things where you just want to go for it, ask for forgiveness. That's easier than permission. (laughs) I don't think it's going to be that big a deal for you unless you've got something like a countdown show doing a Casey Kasem thing. The letter U and the number two. We're counting them down, America. That's not going to work because you've got a lot of music used in a single episode. If it's just one song, they're going to catch it, but they're less likely than they would America's Top 40. Overall, it's not a perfect system. If you're hoping to catch a few crumbs of discovery from the world's second largest search engine, maybe worth it for you. It doesn't take much. Submit the RSS feed if you're interested. I've got full instructions, everything linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This will help you tell better stories on your podcast or, as I mentioned, anywhere. A few years ago, I was speaking at a podcasting event. There was a guy in the audience. He asked me where I got my ideas for new episodes. And until that day, I hadn't really thought about it. I have never had an issue with coming up with ideas. If anything, I've got too many ideas. I've got lack of focus. Right now, I have uh, 13, I got 14 books lined up. 14 books, all of them on podcasting and various aspects of podcasting. It is going to be a while. They may never come out. The new one's coming out, knock on wood, maybe two or three months. (laughs) I'll keep you posted. The point is, I've got more ideas than I do time. And that's what he wanted to know. He said, how do you come up with all these ideas? I said, I'm always looking. Then I gave him a couple examples and he responded back. He said, it sounds like you're just being present. You're out looking for things. I said, yeah, I am. I'm going to make note of something because I've been doing this for so long and I'm able to see patterns and parallel lines. For example, and this is a bad example, but if I'm at the Buick dealership, I'm going to think, hmm, how could I sell more Cadillacs using this information from Buick? Or we're doing radio and think, oh, that would work well for podcasting. We can see patterns. We can see parallel lines. And I think when you do that, and if you are out and open-minded, not just writing things off, say, that's television. They got nothing to teach us about podcasting. Well, they do. Live events, Blue Man Group, they do. For example, that syndication thing that I'm talking about, multiplying yourself. That's 100% something we can do. That's what Grammar Girl is doing. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to be looking. And that's the point. If you're looking, there are all sorts of things out there for you One of them is stories. Matthew Dix, he wrote a book called Storyworthy, and that is excellent. It talks about how to tell a great stories. Have you heard of the moth? He's like the 22-time moth Grand Slam champion. This man knows how to get up on stage and tell a story. That skill is going to help you in your podcasting. So this book, Storyworthy, an excellent resource. Also, the video that I've got linked, he talks about something called Homework for Life. And this is great. It's basically five minutes at the end of the day, and you say, I was in this situation and this happened. Here's the big takeaway. You can watch the video for the exact way that he's doing that. If you do that every day, you don't even have to be looking for a story. You can say, I did this, then this happened. Here's the big idea. You can go back to that. And again, this is every day. So at the end of the month, you've got 30, 31 of these things. Each of those is a potential idea, maybe more than one idea. So if you're worried about running out of ideas, don't worry about it. Right now, I've got this podcast. These episodes are coming out once a week. Sometimes I've got more than one episode a week here. I've got the weekly newsletter, which this episode is based on. I've got a daily newsletter, 
daily.bigpodcast.com if you're not aware of that. That goes out five days a week. And I've got other things that I'm sending out to people. Emails. I've got posts on my private group called AMP, AMP, Audio Monetization Program. The link for that, bigpodcast.com slash AMP if you want more information on that. Ideas are everywhere. And this is how I've heard a lot of songwriters talk about it. They said, man, you got to have that antenna up. All those signals out in the world. They are there. You need to receive them. And if you don't, a lot of songwriters believe this. Somebody else is and is going to write that song. Get that antenna up. More thoughts on how to do it? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. A two-minute burnout check-in. I talked about burnout in podcasting in the previous episode of Big Podcast Insider. I'm going to add this two-minute burnout checkup to this discussion. There are three core attributes of burnout. One is that we feel exhausted and as though we have no energy to do good work. The second, we feel cynical and have negative attitudes toward our projects. We also experience a sense of disassociation from these projects and from the people around us, whether it's coworkers, friends, or family. Three, burnout makes us feel ineffective as though we're accomplishing significantly less than usual and can't muster the fortitude to be productive. If you can connect with these elements, if you're feeling these things, I encourage you to take this test. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. There are some good options moving forward. Something that I've not discussed on this podcast as far as I know, but I've seen it, and it's a personal thing. It's one of these things that people don't like to talk about because it's uncomfortable, used to never talk about it. It's one of these things like cancer. Back in the day, no, don't talk about it. Pregnancy, don't talk about it. My grandfather told me this story. Small town in Tennessee. And it used to be that if a girl got pregnant, high school student, for example, or maybe just somebody who wasn't married, she would go away. She spent some time with an aunt or uncle. She'd come back, never talk about it. It's like she went on an extended vacation. Nobody talked about it. Nobody talked about cancer. And one of the things that people do not talk about, even still, and I'd like to see more people talk about it, is suicide. I see a lot of people, especially those that are self-employed, especially people working in radio where the radio business is changing. And a lot of guys my age, and definitely guys older, they're saying, "Uh, you know, is there really a place for me? This is my identity. Radio used to be huge. Who am I without radio? And then, at least where I am, we've got easy access to guns. It's easy to take one action that has long-lasting effects. So if you're feeling that you're burnt out, there's hope for you. And this is another thing that we deal with here in this country. We, a lot of times, don't have access to the healthcare that we need. I get it. I get it. It's complicated. And money's involved. And opening up and asking for help, that is involved. But there are resources. Again, I've got one linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com of just some little things that you can do that might be enough for you to start feeling just a little bit better. Maybe it's 1%, but it's still better. So if you're feeling burnt out, I want you to check this out, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you need somebody to talk to, reach out to me. You know where I am, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, all the links, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How long should your podcast be? Some interesting thoughts on attention. I've got them linked. Do you remember writing papers in school? This is one of those thoughts. In school, they tell you the paper must be a minimum of five pages long. In the real world, you've got five seconds to capture somebody's attention before they're bored and move on. Three things that will be more beneficial to growing your podcast than length. One, get to the point. 
Deliver on what you promise. Two, good stories are better than deep lectures. Talked about that a minute ago. Homework for Life, Matthew Dix. Again, all the info about how to do that, it's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Three, transform gut feelings into words. Explaining something people intuitively know is true but haven't yet put into words. That's your job, man. Podcasters, we communicate with words. And sometimes it's difficult. You may be aware of Dan Miller, 48 Days with the podcast. I did an episode on him about a month ago. I didn't mention his name because this was not public, but it soon came out after I did that episode that Dan had been diagnosed with cancer. He had about six months to live. He'd sent me a personal email before the announcement because we go way back, way back, probably 20 years. He was one of the first guys that I brought into my show, Music Business Radio. And we'd continued to stay in touch. He was a friend of mine. I know his son met his daughter. Anyway, we had a personal relationship. He had reached out to me before the public announcement. It was one of those things that I said on, man. It was only a few days, but that was more than I wanted to because time's ticking for this man. They've given him six months to live. And I'm sitting there, how am I going to do this? What am I going to say? I mean, because it was heavy. I mean, given six months to live, there's no treatment, only pain management at this point. I appreciate what you've done in the podcasting space and helping people spread their message. I mean, it's really a nice message, a heartfelt message. And it got me thinking more about what we do as podcasters. We put things into words. And that's what this is. How long should your podcast be? It doesn't matter. But if you can do this, transform gut feelings into words, explaining something people intuitively know is true, but haven't yet put into words, that's important. And if you can say something that people are feeling, and sometimes those words, like in the case with Dan, what we are doing is we are making people feel better with those words. It's not necessarily what they're feeling that we're saying, but we're saying something like, yeah, man, I got you. I appreciate your contribution too. Let me know if I can do anything for you or hold on, I'm doing something for you. Don't even ask at that point. That's one of the things that we do. We get good at it because we get behind the mic all the time. It doesn't have to be perfect, but let's not pull the plug on it just because it's uncomfortable. This is like me talking about suicide a minute ago. Say it. That's one thing you can do. If you take one thing away from this episode, say it. Say it because people are feeling it. If you want more thoughts on this, the full list of things that you can do to get attention and keep attention on your podcast, I've got it linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You're not desperate, are you? How do you feel after asking 1,000 times for a rate and review? Desperate. <laughs> I'm joking, but it's a serious topic. There are things in podcasting that feel good. Like, hey, everybody, leave me a rate and review. That's how this podcast gets found. I read all of them. It helps me make the show better. This is not a feedback form, man. It's a review. If you want feedback, have somebody come to you directly. Don't put it out for the public. It might not be good feedback. It might be problems that you need to fix and you want to do that internally. I think that's why people ask for rate and reviews. It's one of those feel-good things. Oh man, I'm doing something. And then maybe that inefficient one for every 1,000 ask of a rate and review actually gets you that rating or that review. You feel so good. Oh man, five stars. Jamie in Butthurt, Alabama loves the show. Uh, yeah, okay. But that's a lot of ask for one little ego stroke. 
And it's short-lived. Tomorrow, you're not going to remember Janie. You can't ask listeners to do everything on your podcast. Even this podcast, when I say newsletter.bigpodcast.com, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, bigpodcast.com slash amp. That's confusing. I try not to do that. What do I do? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Usually, it's that URL. I'm not trying to get you to go to 5,000 different places. Because the most important thing that I can do is get you on that site, get you signed up for that newsletter, get you in the system. And that's what I suggest that you do for your listeners. Get somebody in your system. Almost always, you're much better off asking for somebody to subscribe to your podcast or sign up for your mailing list than anything else. Once you get somebody in a newsletter, once you get somebody subscribed to your podcast, then you can ask for the other things. So while you're here, how about going to Apple Podcasts, search for Build a Big Podcast, rate and review the episode. <laughs> Look, if you do that, I'd be thankful for it, but <laughs> don't feel obligated. More thoughts on this, the original joke, which is visual, that's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads, four things that'll help you to grow your podcast, build a bigger audience, make more people care about your podcast. Swell AI automates writing podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. I'm talking about automated episode notes. You can manage multiple shows in one dashboard, build custom templates for each show, and connect it to Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. It is almost hands-off. Are you going to want to edit stuff? Yeah. Yeah, put your voice on it. Tighten it up a little bit. But it is very, very good. You can try it for free. I've got it linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Publer, the social media scheduler. You can use Publer to schedule and analyze all your social media posts from one single dashboard. If you're on LinkedIn, Mastodon, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, wherever you are, you can post via Publer. You know what I love about it? You can use it on the desktop. I'm 51, man. I'm not going to have my head in the phone all day. Doop, 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 posting on social media. I don't do that. I just schedule it, set it and forget it. A month worth of posts in a couple of hours. That's it, man. I got podcasts to make, people to interview. I'm not going to have my head in my phone. If you can relate to me, you're going to love Publer. And I've got the link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast. I talked about this a couple of times. I'm going to say it one more time. You can subscribe to this podcast. I have made it very easy at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You will never miss an episode once that happens. I've got three buttons for you. One for Android, one for iPhone. I've got an old-fashioned RSS button. I've even got a QR code that you can scan. You don't have to touch a thing. Scan it, baby. That podcast goes straight into your phone. You can take me in the car, take me to the gym. One headphone in, take me to church. I won't tell. If you go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com, you'll see all the things that I offer to podcasters to help you grow your podcast, to get more people to your podcast, make people care about your podcast, and make money with your podcast. I've got a daily newsletter. It is free. A podcast growth toolkit. It is free. If you got a budget eh, under $750, I can get you into Big Podcast AMP. That's the audio monetization program. Personalized coaching for indie podcasters to help you grow your podcast audience and build your authority, brand, and reputation. Got more money than that? Hey, baby, let's talk. I've got more information and everything linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you on the next episode.